quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. When our kids are born, we have expectations as to how our family will interact. What we certainly aren't ready for are the struggles we encounter with the people we love the most. We are here for the parent who feels like they've tried it all, for the parent who feels like they have to yell to be heard, for the parent who is tired of timeouts and kids fighting all day. We are here for you. We believe when parents feel supported and heard, they are able to come to parenting more centered. We offer tools to navigate the messiness of life with kids. We are Peace in Parenting. Welcome back to another episode of the Peace in Parenting podcast. I'm Gemma and I'm here with Michelle. Good morning, Gemma. How are you? Good morning. My hair is greasy, but I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited we're talking about this because I think it's kind of out of the realm, but it's such a good subject matter and I'm, I'm excited actually. Yeah. Body image. We had a question come up on Facebook about a four-year-old who was telling her mom she wanted makeup because she wanted to feel beautiful and her mom was feeling conflicted like because she wanted to teach her like beauty comes from within and so and Michelle and I were talking about how do you actually do that? And we thought it might be a good thing to touch on because males deal with it too. Cause I have little boys and I can tell that they're already like in tune with that, but I just always struggled. And I, I feel like I never really wore what I wanted to wear. I didn't like now when I see kids dye their hair pink, I'm like, man, I would have liked to dye my hair pink, you know, but like to me, that would have been so offensive to the world mm-hmm. in my time. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've been really freeing with our kids, so to speak. I mean, PS shaped side of her head when she was five and a half because she kept saying, I want to shave my head. I want to shave my head. I want to shave my head. And I was like, oh boy. Okay. And then I was like, why am I controlling this? Let her shave her head. So she shaved her whole side of her head and had it shaved for like three or four years. We've shaved it every few weeks and then she dyed it pink and then she put, you know, hearts in it and she did all this stuff and, and, um, it was liberating for her and it's control, right? We don't want kids to like control their body image with anorexia or with bulimia or whatever. We want them to control it with more, you know, things that aren't as dangerous or or hard on them. And so if you can give them control around what they wear or how they look to some degree, you know, Esme wants a tattoo. Oh my gosh. That's been coming up. And do you want to know what she wants to get? Which is what does she want? A P for Pia. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. And so um, I'll show you. She has all these P's written down somewhere in this room. We'll find it. But um, I was like, okay, she's 14 and a half. And I said, you want a little P on your, she wants it on her arm. And I said, great, then let's do it. Because, you know, what if she goes to try to do it by herself? 
and gets a needle and like, I don't need that. Let's do it the safe way. It's a risky behavior. You know, teens like to take risks, but it's like her own body. Like, let her do it if she wants mm-hmm. to. So I'm going to let her do it. Right. Oh my gosh. I love this. That's so sweet. But can you imagine like if you grew up with that freedom to like think for yourself? Dan calls it backfiring. I don't think it's backfiring, but I always tell them I'm not going to control your body, but I need you to move your body over here, you know, like away from the unsafe thing or if somebody's hitting, like I try to teach them the only thing you can control is where your body is going. And so they yell at us all the time. You can't control my body. You can't touch my body. And Dan doesn't like it, but I'm like, it's amazing because what if somebody tries to touch their body? And now they are going to yell at that person. Like they're confident in themselves and we deal with nudity a lot. They love to be naked. And when it first started, I was very uncomfortable. And I was like, oh, well, like I don't, I can't handle seeing your naked body in front of me. Like even though they're little and precious, you know, because to me it was like that wasn't allowed. You can't run around naked. And so for them, and I kind of researched it when it started because I was like, why do they want to be naked? And I found all this stuff, like how it promotes a healthy body image, like to be naked and feel free in your skin and not be ashamed. And we call a penis a penis. And for like, I never said that word till I had kids. (laughs) You know, we never use the right words because I was embarrassed by it. (laughs) And so I'm teaching them like, it's just like your arm. It's your penis. Like it's part of your body. There's nothing to be ashamed of here. No, there's no shame in our game over here at all. Yeah. <laughs> They're really, I don't know what, why are, there's just none. And I think it's because we have said, like we've said nothing. Everything's acceptable. Yeah. Makeup, totally acceptable. Also dressing like a boy, totally acceptable. Like everything goes. And I think we don't need to worry so much when they're little, like this, this woman is worried, like that her daughter thinks she's going to be pretty with the makeup, but I wouldn't feed too much into it. I would just say, let her experiment with the makeup and let her not experiment with the makeup when she doesn't want to, or whatever it is, just let it be all normal so that nothing seems taboo. Cause if you say, Oh, the makeup is, you know, makes you look, you know, pretty, but you're, you're, she should be pretty on the inside. Then maybe she'll stick in that and want the makeup even more. So I'd say like, just try to like normalize it. Right. It's the same with like eating. I know there's a dog barking. <laughs> it's fine. It's the same with like sugar or chips or like junk food. If you attach that title to it, then it, if you say like, this is bad, this is bad for our body, then your kids associate that with like, oh, fat is bad. Unhealthy is bad. Eating this is bad. I can't eat that. You know what I mean? Like there's no meaning to anything until you give it meaning. So we just try to keep it positive. Like we eat certain foods because certain foods give us this vitamin or that vitamin. Or if you eat your carrots, what we do with the boys is we say it gives them super allies. And so they put on their goggles while they're chewing carrots and carrots become a fun thing to eat. It's not like you have to eat your carrots because you have to eat a vegetable today. That's good. That's so good. I remember this story. It's just coming to me now. Esme in, um, what grade was it? She's in eighth. So it must've been seventh grade. She had this friend who lived down the street who was a boy and they were really close. Actually, two little boys and her were really close. They all did theater together and they really loved each other and they would meet up. And, um, she said that the family invited her to dinner. And, um, so when she got home, I said, how was dinner? And she said, oh, it was really fun. We went to sushi and the older sister was there and we were hanging out. And um, the mom asked me though, um, why I didn't go swimming at the pool party that they had for the end of school year. 
And I just said, well, you know, because I had my period and I didn't really want to go in the pool party because I didn't feel comfortable in my bathing suit and I didn't really know how to use tampons yet. And she went into oh my oh gosh, the parents and the older sister and the, but no shame, like none. Like that's that was amazing. She was having her period and she was going to be honest about it. Like I'm not using tampons yet. I didn't want to get in the pool with the pad. It felt weird, blah, blah, blah. But she totally had this conversation with the entire family. Oh my gosh. Did they react? I don't know. Cause I didn't know them. <laughs> that well. but when, when she came home and told me, I was like, holy moly, I would have never talked like that as a child because I wasn't free. Everything goes in our house. Like there's no, nothing is taboo. Nothing is wrong. Tattoos at 14 are okay. Shaving <laughs> your head at five and a half is okay. And it doesn't mean that I think that, you know, like I think people associate that with like your daughter's going to be loose or she's going to be promiscuous or she's going to be treated this way or that way. But I just have, we've taken the taboo out of it, I think, just to let it all be okay. And I think that means she's going to come to you because now you're a safe spot. And if there's something she wants to do with her body, she's going to ask you about it because she's comfortable too. Yeah. Cause she said, you know, one of my friends tried to do a tattoo on herself. Oh my gosh. Oh, great. That's going to be a staph infection. <laughs> like, Ooh, yeah. Doing like, what are they using? You know, like, let them do it for real if they're going to do it because they'll find a way anyway. Yeah, it is scary. I had friends that would like, they couldn't wear this or that to school. So then they would pack it in their backpack and change into it later. And I just, I don't want that. I don't want all the lies. When sex becomes a thing, like, I want to be the one that teaches them about that. I want to be the one that they want to talk to about it. I just want that open and like your body is nothing to be ashamed of. This is all normal. My, um, Esme, we had that conversation when she was like six or seven, I think that was really more serious. She looked at me afterwards. She goes, this is so inappropriate. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, well, just store it in your memory for later. And then her dad came in and she goes, did you, really do that to mommy to get a kid oh my gosh at seven and he was like yes and she was like oh boy like you know like it was good for her to know like what's happening and and I don't know I think it's appropriate to have those conversations at their level when they start asking you questions you know you should be really honest about what's going on and and that everything's normal these are all normal bodily functions periods bowel movements. We talk a lot about bowel movements in our house. Everyone's, you know, it's not off the table here. (laughs) Everything's just goes. Right. Yeah. And same with clothing here. It's like Caleb goes through phases where he loves pink and wants to wear pink every day. And we're like, wear your pink or they wear mismatched shoes or, you know, like it's your body. I'm just going to celebrate it with you. Like, you know, as long as it's not hurting anyone else, you're free to feel I what you want to feel. Saying I do have a client whose son is 14 actually and he'll say like I'm so chubby, I'm so fat, I'm so fat and and I think when that happens we really have to come with empathy because I think our parent parental instinct is say no you're not chubby, no you're not fat, you you look great to me. You're you're so you look but that's a real feeling whether that's the case or not and just to say I'm sorry you're feeling like that that must be hard to feel like that. I get it and I'm right here and I'm listening and just let them really like explore it and get mad and be upset and go through that when they have those hard times about their body instead of talking the feelings away, just letting them have it. If they always have that space to have it, maybe it'll help them get through it better because they've been heard and understood. And also if we're not sitting around 
analyzing ourselves or like picking ourselves, you know, because they hear that somewhere. Like, where did he hear chubby is bad? You know? Yeah. I, I mean, took a screenshot of this thing, this mom. Um, she said, my five-year-old daughter told me the other day, mommy, you have a soft belly. And the mom said she was thinking in her in her head, I need to lose weight after I had the baby. But she said to her daughter, I know it's soft like a pillow. Isn't that cool? And your sister lived in there. And then the daughter was like, oh, it's like a house, you know, instead of like shaming herself and being like, I know I am squishy. I wish I wasn't. Or Yeah. My girls always say, you're so squishy. We love <laughs> And I'm like, thank you. You know? <laughs> need to be squishy it's a good thing it's so sweet and loving and yummy to be squishy you know like that's great like we all should be squishy so we can squish each other you know like Mm -hmm. we have a neighbor who has one leg well he has like his leg from the knee down was amputated when he was little and it really scared jonah he because he has like a prosthetic leg but he gets to decorate it and whatever you know he gets to pick cool stuff and Jonah was really afraid of it for a long time and that was really like I'm so glad we had that experience with him because it opened up the door to talk about like all bodies are different and not everybody has 10 fingers and 10 toes and there's all different ways bodies can come and now they get really excited and they call them robot legs or you know it's like a unique thing that isn't shameful or they don't like feel bad for the person they feel excited like yeah, it's okay. And it's okay. Like, I think a lot of us adults try to tend to ignore when somebody has a difference and then it becomes weird. Like it's the elephant in the room that nobody's talking about instead of saying, you know, just like normalizing it. Yeah. That, that is good for everyone, right? To make things normal and not to say, don't talk about his leg. Like, oh my God, we can't say anything. Shh, you know, it's embarrassing, but it's like, no, it's okay. He has a prosthetic leg. We all know. It's okay. He knows. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just think being open about everything and setting an example because I work out all the time and like I don't work out to be skinny and they don't even, I don't think they truly know what the word skinny, you know, like they know small and big, but we talk about exercise is good for our body. It helps our muscles grow. Like we're strengthening our bones so we can live longer and feel good and that's what exercise in our house is. It's not like a punishment that, you know, like you, you didn't eat this. So now I have to go work out. We just do not talk about it. That's how it was talked about when I was little. Oh, that like you, if you eat a big meal, oh, now I have to go do an hour on the elliptical or, you know, like dieting and all that stuff. Dan went on a diet and I like wouldn't let him call it a diet. I was like, everybody has a diet. A diet is just the way that you eat. Daddy's just choosing to eat different foods right now. (laughs) You are so healthy. I'm like, I know, right? But I don't expect it in them. You know, different healthy foods, and but they have junk too. I just choose not to eat it. And that's just the way it is. They're like, You're so healthy, mom. Gosh. And I'm like, I like it. It makes me feel good. Yeah. But with the food, we just try not to attach good or bad to anything. Food is just food. It's just how you fuel your body. If you want chocolate every day, you can have a little piece of chocolate every day. Like gives My you energy and they're sugar fiends. Like yeah. really love the sugar. And so I do have to limit the sugar because people will eat like four brownies. Oh my gosh. I, and especially since they're home and I'm like in here, like doing work, I don't know what's going on, but all of a sudden a whole plate of brownies is gone. Like, you know, I'm like, um, <laughs> you shouldn't eat all the brownies before lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not acceptable, everybody. But they have you as their support and guide, and like I just think being positive and not 
like worrying or I'm never talking about weight in front of them or like you're overweight or that will make you fat. I hate the word fat. We don't have scales and I don't, we don't talk like that at all. And I don't know why it's just never been part of our thing. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. I just know for a lot of people it is. And, you know, dads are always like, oh, you're my pretty princess. And I just think that kind of sets you up for stuff later, like pretty isn't everything and what you you wear isn't everything. You need to hear it then, you know, like, and if you don't hear it, then you don't feel good about yourself or whatever. Right. It's the same with like telling someone they're smart because we did that to Kayla. We were like so blown away. You know, he's baby number one. We're like, oh, you're such a genius. Like you're so smart. You're the smartest boy in the world. And now he regurgitates that and he's like, well, it's because I'm so smart, right? And I'm like, yeah, but you're strong and kind too. (laughs) (laughs) Or like then they don't hear the smart and they're like, shoot, I didn't get smart today. Like, right. how do I feel about myself? Well, it's good for me because I never got smart growing up or pretty. So it's all good. (laughs) I didn't get anything, so pretty sure I don't need any of that. Okay, well, we can open this one up on Facebook if anybody wants to talk about it more. We'll be back next week. Rate, review, subscribe, check out our Patreon. We have lots of new Patreon friends. It's very exciting. Okay, thanks for listening.